All right. You know, I, I was watching um social media right before we got on air and, and they were talking about multiple teams are interested in Bronny James as far as the draft go. Did you see that story? I seen um one little article about it earlier, yeah. Yeah, they say multiple teams are interested in Bronny. He could definitely be uh coming into the league. I know we had talks about whether we question should he be playing basketball, period. You know what I'm saying? He looked good last night. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts now on Bronny, you know, still hooping? I think it's a process. Um, I got to watch some of the game. He looked kind of tentative when I was watching him. He's still trying last to Last night? It. Yeah, the first few minutes of it, then I turned it off and watched his dad. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was crazy that you yeah. got Braun playing on um ABC and then you got Bronny playing on ESPN, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, he's behind schedule. Even they were saying that I forgot what I was listening to, that because he missed the training camps and all that stuff is gonna put him behind. You know, he's playing with different level of talent than he played in high school, obviously. So yeah. he's got to catch up to them, his win back and his health back. But um I don't know if he's gonna maybe need another year or not to kind of get himself together. They might they might just let him out because it's Brian's son. Is he good enough to play in the league? Like, let's cut the BS. Is he good enough right now to play in the league from what you've been witnessing? I, I see. I, I see, see more evidence. I see more evidence because it's, it's, it's a small sample size. Word. Cole, what's the word, brother? Yo, how y'all doing? What's up, regular Cole? Man, regular man, what's happening? Nothing much. What's your thoughts on uh we were just talking about Bronny James? I saw a, a article about a couple teams are interested in, in him actually, you know, being drafted. Like this could be a real deal. Um, I don't think he's an NBA player yet, if I'm being quite honest. Mm, why? Just um, the eye test? Yeah, just the eye test, pretty much. Uh good defender, good point of attack defender, but I think his um he has to get acclimated to like getting like real playing time first in college for we could say he's a um an NBA player. Like I ain't seen the reps yet. Yeah he definitely it's definitely a lot more to go. And I think depending on what his identity is gonna be, he may have a shot. You know, you brought up defense. I thought he if he locks in as a defensive guy, he may have a chance to be in the league. If you are expecting him to be the box office impact player that his dad was you know, not only is that unfair, I, I think that's really unrealistic at the end of the day to keep it real. B.A. in the building. B.A., what you think about uh, this this report about Bronny James, a couple of teams being interested in him? When your dad's LeBron James and he in the last year of his contract, possibly, every team should be interested in him. Ooh, big money. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I I I'm still skeptical of if if he should be playing basketball or not. I just told Hank he looked pretty decent last night, but I'm still kind of iffy about Bronny. His his skill, I I'm not gonna front. I'm gonna keep it 100 about Bronny. I know he just had his heart thing. He just now getting back, but it's a lot of stuff he need to work on. A lot as far as the game, as far as the game. Yes, yes, like offensively. I'm looking at I'm looking at some I'm looking at his placement and I know he's still adjusting to the college game, but he just it just yeah. it, he just it's just a lot he needs to work on. When you start talking about lottery or yet let alone first round off of skill, not off of pops, but off of skill, he got right. a lot of stuff we need to work on. 
All right, man, we got an interesting show. You see, I got the guys ready and rocking and rolling. Y'all know this is the best of seven sports talk. Let's start this damn intro and get the show started. feeling like i told hank asked me how i was feeling ba i told him i feeling like mj before the flu game before the ball hit we in the building boys and girls welcome back y'all to the best of seven sports talk man i'm your host as always seven mitchell episode 185 we are locked and loaded i got my guys joining me hank ba cole what's happening family what's going on here, oh. here. I know you gotta. I know you trying to catch up on some things that you. I know you thought you heard us and you said we was talking reckless. Oh <laughs> my god! You said we were talking. Reckless. All right, more yours, sir. More yours, bro. Some of the topics y'all had last week, <laughs> I wanted to tackle so bad. This whole uh, Carmelo Anthony thing with Denver giving Jokic number fifteen. You know I wanted to go in on that yeah. one. I was telling Hank, bro, what? That was the first thing he texted me about. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing. So, man, I, but I'm, I'm going to save it because we got so much to talk about tonight, man. So I appreciate you guys joining me again for episode 185. Salute to my brother, Stensation, in the live chat. Sten, I see you, my dog. We got a new show, Stensation, coming down the pipeline for Player's Choice starting next month, February the 5th. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for the new show going down on Players' Choice. Just a little secret that I wanted to let my guy Stensation know because he has definitely been a big supporter. But we are locked in tonight, man. We got a crazy show. One question every NBA team has to answer in 2024 Eastern Conference. We're going to break this thing down, me and the fellas. We got our own questions for each squad in the Eastern Conference. That's the main topic of tonight but i do want to kind of chop it up with you guys and, and let's get into some of the current nba news because i'm not even going to lie to y'all some of this stuff that i just witnessed on social media especially with Dwayne, damn wade i gotta talk to the bosses about what Dwayne wade is talking about my God, let's get into it so i don't know if y'all saw this but Basketball Forever had posted uh, someone asking Dwayne Wade if he played for the 2020 Miami Heat, does the Miami Heat win versus LeBron's Lakers? How many games does the series goes? And Dwayne Wade responds, he said, I was thinking that while the series was going on, like what could he have brought to that team? Wow. Hank, does the Miami Heat win the 2020 NBA Finals with D. Wade on the roster? I don't think so. I think it does. I think he was good enough to give him a, a, some more firepower, but I don't think they beat the Lakers that year. I am blown away by the way way with this. Like who he thought he was in 2020 anyway, even if he was on the roster, he wasn't that guy. B.A., did he got a oh, – here we go. B.A., does Dwayne Wade have a point? <laughs> Let's start there. Does uh -oh. Dwayne Wade got a point with this, B.A.? Because you're looking kind of iffy right now, and I don't know how to carry this right now. <laughs> it's a possibility. 
but possibility. Biggest, the biggest, but if D Wade is on the floor with uh with with uh Jimmy Butler and, and the crew, they got a better chance at winning. And um he D Wade wasn't really the key piece. It was uh it was what's my guy name? Um um the center, the center, six nine. Adebayo, remember he went out. He went out that series, I think game five or something like that. Where he missed the last uh, or game four, it was one of them games where he missed the last couple games. So that was actually the biggest miss for me in that series. But if D Wade's added to that with Adebayo, they might win that series, bro. They just might. Nah, mind you, please. Thank you. First of all, when Bam went out, they were down by like twenty already in that game. Yeah, that's a game, but series. They were down in the series. Yeah, but yeah. And then and then what check this out. What does D Wade right? bring to this? What does D Wade bring to the equation in 2020? Another That's leader. His Another leader. leader. That's gonna pump everybody head up to be ready to play. When he, he's gonna make he's gonna make nothing look like something, and that nothing is going to go out and fight and play hard hundred percent. If Miami did anything, I, they played the hard. Wade and it's gonna give him another 14 to 16 points, too. No. Not that against D-way? that. Not against that defense. Not against that defense. No, he yeah. is not. That boy knees was cooked. His knees was cooked for six years at that point. <laughs> he he could have gave so. He gave him so minutes. you're telling me, BA, that you would equate Dwayne's Wade leadership in 2020 to I'm assuming what we witnessed in 2006 because that really was the only time he led a team to a championship. For, for the most part, when we talk about leadership. If you want to give him that, I mean, he was he was leading. He was leading in twenty in twenty eleven and twenty twelve. He was leading too. LeBron was just a better player. Wow, that is insane, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I knew I could count on you. I knew I could count on you with that. LeBron was this, just this a better player. Was just a, the, he was LeBron was just a great player. But just because you're great, don't mean you're a leader. I agree. At that man. time, at that time, at that time. Because LeBron came a leader after that. You don't think I'm he was a leader surprised. in like 2007? No, Dwayne Wade. He was just, he was just no, you don't think you don't think Brown was a leader in like 07, 09. No, no. that that's crazy. No, because Bro. he was still no. <laughs> Go ahead, seven. Go ahead. No, seven. no, 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 no. I got to hear this. How the hell was LeBron not a leader after taking the Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals? Bro, he was just he was an outstanding talent. That had all of these super human capabilities as a young great player coming up, but he didn't lead anything. He didn't lead that team. He just well, he let them on the floor, but he wasn't like vocal and all of that. They was dancing and taking pictures. We not doing that. We not doing that. So what? Is- like, what made him a leader? Like winning? Like, so Thank Jordan you. wasn't a leader before Pippen. Like, I don't before Pippen was all star. Like. Like what Jordan was just out there getting buckets. Okay, as long as you're being consistent, I'm fine with it. He wasn't, yeah. Jordan, Jordan wasn't out, he wasn't a leader. Jordan didn't become a leader until like 89, 90. As long as we're being consistent, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Speaking of Michael Jordan, fellas, I want to know what your thoughts is about what Shannon Sharp had to say in this comparison with MJ and LeBron. He said, you ask LeBron to lead the team in scoring, rebound, assist, facilitate, and then you want him to play lockdown defense. 
as great as he was, Michael Jordan was not asked to do what LeBron James is basically being asked to do. Correct. Correct. BA, what you got to say? LeBron wasn't asked to do that stuff. LeBron naturally does. He, he naturally pats the ball and wants the ball in his hands every other play. Jordan had the capabilities. If he wanted to do that, which Jordan did the year that he damn near averaged a triple-double, averaging 30, 11, and 12, or whatever he was averaging, he could do that. But that's not the type of player he is. LeBron is a facilitator. He needs the ball to be in his hands. That's why he affects offenses uh, in a good way as well as in a bad way. Mm-hmm. LeBron wasn't asked to do that. He just did it because that's that's how he that's that's how he been playing his whole life. So with no. that being said, why don't you put LeBron at the top of the food chain? Why do you have to be so disrespectful putting him number three when you just Thank basically you. laid it out yourself? Because, because he ain't better than Kobe and he ain't better than Mike. That's it. Oh, number man. three is still great, y'all. It trips me out just because I say. Oh, how was he? How was he worse than Kobe? In every aspect, Kobe That's is cow. more skillful, play better defense and better offensively. We're not doing no. this. Kobe don't we have got more rings. Kobe don't have no, more rings. The only reason why okay, Kobe Bill Russell is the goat. Bill Russell is the goat. Bro, bro. Bill Russell is the goat. No, I'm that see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not basing it just off of rings. I just named other aspects. But the only reason okay. why Kobe, the only reason why Kobe ain't put with the, got, got all them MVPs is because he caught a case and he fell from grace. That's it. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. That's or it. He just wasn't better in those seasons, but you know. What you mean? He was a Kobe. Or he was just best wasn't player in the NBA. The one MVP he got, he wasn't supposed to get. That's crazy. Kobe was wow. Player, Kobe was the best player in the NBA from 2006 to about 2011. Huh? He didn't win. No, he only won one MVP. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute you're bugging you out, bro. Yeah. Are you talking? Are you talking from an accolade? Standpoint, no, I'm talking greatness. about player. I'm talking about eye test. No way, Kobe was that was a done deal. Kobe being the best player on the basketball court, that was that was done. No. That's, that this, was done that year that LeBron averaged 31.4 points, and LeBron was, was and LeBron was averaging 30 points. Talking about, yes, I'm quoted once again saying Kobe Bryant is the best player, uh, in our I league. Right now. He said that. I don't care about his quotes. I care about what I saw. If the, what if the king? What if the king says it is what it is? I I do not care. Shaq still think Kobe was better than him in the first two of the three P. I don't care, bro. I don't care nah, about quotes. He was, he, go, he, <laughs> the first two, the second and the third, the second and the third. Shaq in the final, Shaq was better, but the playoffs, Kobe was that man. 30, 36 and 24 is 36 and 24. I'm sorry. Yeah, in, in the finals, exactly, where he had to get there. He needed help to get there. He got there. Hey. Shout out to Shaq. He top. He While we wait for him. Hank to pop up uh, with us, this yeah. came down the pipeline earlier today. The NBA, apparently, they're not going to be investigating Josh Giddy in this incident. This is something that I predicted when we had our hot takes for the uh, Western Conference. Uh, Cole, what's your reaction to this decision? So, um, the at first it was like the the law won't be investigating anything further because they won't cooperate, and then Adam Silver uh, said, "No, nah, come back here." And ah, okay, Adam, so it was the Adam Silver innocent. said, "Come back." <laughs> mm. So the NBA. Mm. 
You feel me? That's my commissioner. The NBA will be launching an investigation on him. He probably about to get cooked. And I'm glad to see it because it's been like two months and we haven't heard anything. You know, I'm not saying I'm surprised, but Ja got packed up for showing a registered gun. Kyrie right. got packed up for sharing the link. Right. This guy has videos with underage women. Come on, he wasn't apologetic about it. It's because he's not, he's ain't nothing happening to this dude, man. He's going, nothing's happening to him. And even though I can say this from a personal standpoint, I don't agree with what he did with these 16 and 17 year old uh, girls talking about my girlfriend to me, that's weird as hell. But I will say this in the state, in whatever state um, I read somewhere in uh, was, was it, a, it was either in California, Oklahoma, oh, one of these states, the uh the the the, the legal image was uh was uh, legal age limit was 16 or 17 it was something like mm. that and if that is if that is considered legal which to me hell no that's still too young but if that is the law and somebody like him does that especially i don't like to bring race but I call another a caucasian dude doing this they're not about to jump on this dude but i will say this though if you've been watching his games Cause I've been peeping him when he's been on the road. Every time he get the ball, people been booing the hell out of him. Oh, they they went in on him every time he touches the basketball. <laughs> they do not hesitate to boo Josh Giddy. Um, oh, Hank Cole broke this down to us, so the authorities said that they won't be um, investigating Josh Giddy. However, Adam Silver says that the NBA most likely may be opening an investigation. I'm looking at it from a code of conduct standpoint. It really could be something happening. I don't know how small or big, but I really feel like he could be facing some type of consequence. Potentially, B.A. disagrees. What's your thoughts on the NBA possibly investigating Josh Giddy, even though the authorities said that they're closing their investigation? Well, there's nothing that's going to come of it legally, so that's pretty cool. And, of course, this was reported, what, six months to a year after they found out? So they were already tying up loose ends the league and his, his lawyers and giving out payouts and hush money and ndas so if they do happen to punish him it's going to be something behind the scenes covert sort of like what david sterner was always doing to michael jordan and them so no way no yeah, hold up hold up you think george giddy got that type of cachet he can it's not about his cachet it's about protecting the league he could sue the NBA. He could sue the NBA if they go and say, yo, just because we did some investigation, we seen that you were with these girls. But he can sue them because it's still law. It's like he didn't break no laws. What neither law did Ja Morant? Neither did Ja, according to him with the authority. So what you're telling me, Ja could have sued the NBA? Yeah, no. they have like a code of conduct to where even if it's not illegal, you can still they if can you still make the league look bad, you can get penalized for that. But I'm saying, yeah. but what but what's the code of contact though? Ja had a ja had an actual handgun and then he mocked the NBA the second or third time, and then on top of that, you are he beat some he went and beat somebody up and then ordered them <laughs> to happen. Like this is a lot, like nah, it's different, it's a little different. Wait. The, he has videos with a 16 year old girl in in a club with open alcohol like that is so like that, that's hey, a bad look now that's you say, I, I didn't see i didn't see no open alcohol i didn't see that but if that is that if that the, he can be investigated for that but they like i said the nba has to be very very they they, they gotta they, they gotta tread lightly because he can sue them because everything mm -hmm. that everybody else seen is legal it's gross it's gross well, 
let's look at how Kaepernick in the NFL, they can he can sue. He might win some money, just like Kaepernick and Ed Reed did. But guess what? Guess what we can do? You're not invited to our league anymore. You can't come back anymore. You can't stop anything but, about that. You know what I mean? Adam Silver is different from David Stern and Roger Goodell. And for the most part, if you ask people, uh, even fans of the association, Adam Silver is a is a is a is a player's owner. Like he's right. a he's a he's league friendly. I don't For think sure. that he would allow any black eyes. Like For he sure. is. You think so? Yeah, Adam Silver's a pushover, bro. He ain't no David Stern. David Stern was stern. His last David name Stern was more ruthless. He was getting boys up out of here. What? What you say to me? You can see he look was at him fraud crazy. though. David Stern Latrell was fraud. <laughs> but he remember, remember, BA, he learned from Stern too. And I believe Adam is a lawyer just like Stern. He he not he he know he's he know what he know what to do. Trust that me. Boy, that boy you're gonna protect that brand at all costs. That that boy he just to me he he not really ah the John thing was probably one of the craziest things in uh the um the Kyrie for but and they brothers though too. They brothers Sarver. Look what Sarver, he did with Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling, Sterling Sarver, off the top. OJ Mayo. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. Like he he has played. Come on, BA. Really? I just he's not giving Adam Silver his 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 credit. If your favorite prospect fell off, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> I just he just I guess I look at Dave. I, I guess I put David Stern high up with uh the strict with being super strict. And Silver, he, I guess he just got that laid back demeanor. And I guess that's what it shows to me. But he ain't been really ruthless. He ain't been ruthless. He's been fair. He's been fair, though. Adam uh, Stern wasn't fair. Last bit of NBA trending news real quick, fellas, before we get into our main topics of tonight. Uh, this new look, Indiana Pacers, man, a blockbuster deal, if you want to call it. Um, this this looks pretty decent to me. I mean, for an Eastern Conference team, this definitely looks completely different than at least from before the IST tournament. What's your reaction uh, to Siakam joining the Indiana Pacers? And how much of a threat in the East can the Pacers actually be right now? Um, One move can always make a difference. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about my 04 Pistons. I did not expect them to make the finals that year. I thought they was another piece away. They put sheet on that boy, turned everything around. A fire. And you fire. project that you project that happening in Indiana. See, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think they're going to be a lot stronger and better than what they were. See, I comes a good, a good player, especially he's not going to be playing out of position anymore. But define stronger to me at the end of the day, Hank. Like, what round? How, how far does this move take the the organization? I think they can make it past the first round. As, <laughs> as, 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 as of right now, it all depends. It all depends on how they come together. Hey, if they play the books, they can make ECF. I don't know. They got the books number. I don't know. <sighs> and they got yeah. Siakam to guard them now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that's another. That's another big body on Giannis. That you're right about that, bro. Yeah. When you got all these difference, and we already see what Halliburton has done with Dame. Keep playing with that fool's gold, though. Keep playing oh, with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> that, hey, hey, that turf is not grass. It's not. Mm. <laughs> it's not. Um, so this is all about nothing, B.A.? Um, no, I think it's a, I think it's a great move for them. Um, I'm looking at them as this year, it's a solid move. I don't see them mm. making it past the second round. 
especially if you got to see um, they do got a chance versus uh, uh, the Bucks. They do. They definitely because they've been having a card this year. But when you start talking about Boston, you start talking about Philly and uh, even a, even even a, a young Orlando team and things of that nature. Like it's a lot of heat in that Eastern Conference. So the Knicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm tripping the Knicks. The, bro, bro. Them boys, they looking different, too. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Cole Brunson, Brunson. He's not him. He is not him. Somebody get Becky Hammond he on the line, not man. <laughs> not out Becky. He is not Becky. They can make it to the second round, though. I just don't see him going past the second. And on top of that, next year, I see them being even better next year with all of these games that they have this season going mm-hmm. forward. So this is a great building block. But right now, when we talk about the Eastern Conference, conversations has been about Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, um, just to name a few. They don't supersede or compete with these guys with that addition of Siakam? They compete. They compete. I'm waiting on old boy to get his his stuff together. Uh, What's my guy? Number double zero. Matherin. Matherin. If he does reach where he's supposed to be, they will be. They they're gonna be them ones, but they waiting gotcha. on him, I believe. And I forgot, right, you know, Obi Toppin too, right? Obi Toppin in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Obi Toppin, he been doing all right this year too. I'm not gonna lie, yo, Indiana. If they can, if they can figure this out. I'm not going off the deep end saying Eastern Conference Finals or none of that. I agree with this whole first, second round thing, but they will definitely be a problem and a destination for the future for some guys. I think B.A. hit it right on the head. This is a perfect building block. That'll be a team that you'll be looking for next year as a real threat in the Eastern Conference. I'm I'm Mike Epps. I'm jumping off the roof right now. I'm not going nowhere with Buddy Hill, though. He just you don't think he's going to buy in? I feel you like don't think he's, he's happy about this. No, nah, I think he's the odd man out, bro. I like if you watch their games, sometimes they be on a row and he can shoot them literally out the game. He can literally right. shoot them out the game and then stop playing defense because they stop going to him and he shut down. He's been doing this this whole season, and this is why they've been like this. Mm. Buddy Hill is like if Westbrook was a good shooter, like they're different. <laughs> Where does Buddy belong, Cole? Does he belong at the purple and gold? Uh oh. Um no. He got he has all the things that we want and like just we just need like a knockdown, like pass on the ball, he got it type shooter. But his ego and the way he plays, it, it makes him not a good fit. Cause he gonna want all the shots. That's why I don't think he's happy about this trade. Cause some shots gonna t- get taken away from him for sure. But he got all the all of the ability we need, but none of the like play style. If gotcha. that makes sense. Ability, but not enough capability. All right, we on it. <laughs> Good luck to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, pretty interesting move. Um, and I think it's gonna be good for their culture. Yeah. Let's get into our topics of this evening. This is the best of seven sports talk, man. Make sure you guys smash that like button, subscribe to this platform if you're new. Follow my brothers, Cole, B.A., and Hank everywhere on social media. First things first, fellas, I want to draft LeBron James' best teammates, all five positions. I'm going to write these things down. I want to take documentation. 
but I want us to draft who was LeBron James overall best point guard, shooting guard, uh, power forward, and center teammate throughout his entire career. Let's start at number one. I'm going with Kyrie as being LeBron's best point guard teammate. Am I bugging out? Do you guys agree or disagree with, with Kyrie being drafted as LeBron's best point guard? Unanimous. Unanimous. What about shooting guard number two? It should be is it that is it that bad man from Miami? It should be unanimous it's too. Unanimous. <laughs> Wade County, yeah, Wade County all the way. Mr. Yeah. Statue, call him Mr. Statue from here on out. Booby Gibson. Oh <laughs> my God! Please, no, 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 somebody that was better than Booby was Mo, Mo Williams. Yeah, Mo, but he point, he's a point guard, right? He's a point. Yeah. <laughs> KCP. <laughs> I guess I'll leave small forward alone because that's pretty much his position designated. What about power forward though? And I and it's easy to throw out Anthony Davis, but unanimous. you have to think unanimous. about who he played with at that position. You I'm don't think that's unanimous? AD a- better than Chris Bosch. I'm putting Bosch. You had Kevin too. Love and Chris Bosch. Ooh, he's better true. than both. CB, CB. That's true. CB was a monster. He, is he? But but no Cole hurt. was he better? Was he better for Braun? Yes, like, he yes. might be a better skill player. Was he, he was better for better. Braun? He's way there. better for Braun than AD is. No, there is no version of Chris Bosh that's better for Braun than twenty twenty AD. Bosh, I think Bosh was better for. I think he was. He's better. Hey, for how I, I was putting Bosh at power forward in, in what you call it at center. Yeah, I put AD. it. I put AD at center. Bosh got a boss also got a better version of Braun too. Yeah, that too. That too. But Bosh get Bosh was consistently shooting. Like he could shoot that thing. He can get to the basket. He was like more fluid. He wasn't stiff. If he didn't get the ball, he wasn't getting pissed off. He was way more consistent than AD. Like I like he 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 fit in like the as a piece. He fit in cool with LeBron, man. He fit in perfect. Okay. So assuming because I'm assuming we're going peak for peak. And there's just no Chris Bosch ever that was like better than 2020 AD. No, I mean AD is a better overall player, but if, if I'm if I'm I'm thinking about fit, I'm just thinking about exactly. That's how I'm looking at like with with, with LeBron. Like I, I'm seeing how y'all disrespecting Kevin Love. Like why are y'all not mentioning K Love? He was not that guy when he played for Burn. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, was not. I like K Love, but I would pick Bosch. Oh, wait a minute, Cole. That magic is not happening in Cleveland without Kevin Love. We know that, right? Oh, There's a lot okay. of magic that happened yeah. in Cleveland without Kevin Love because he was hurt a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> he was hurt a lot, bro. Did his knee explode in like 2015 or something? Like, I don't. Come I don't on. Think my man know. broke his arm on purpose. The <laughs> <laughs> bolo move. Like, oh, Olenek. Olenek. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. Oh, my God. All right. So we got Kyrie at the point. We got Dwayne Wade at the two. We're going with. What are we doing with the four? Are we going with Chris Bosch at the four? I'm going, I got, I'm going with Chris Bosch at the. Bosch. I'm going with Chris Bosch at the center. And AD is going to be the five for me. But y'all putting AD at the five. I don't like but that. Peak AD didn't play five. Thank you. Peak you Bosch played five. We had the White Howard, JaVel McGee. We had we had established big men when AD was better than all of them in the paint. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You better than all of them in the post. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. 
Yeah, well, he had he didn't have the same skill. Man, no, nah, we're not going. No. Just throwing names out there. I just I, I just don't want people to just think about yesterday. I want people to yeah, really ben recognize Wallace. the people yeah, that he's. If he had Peak Shack, it'd have been a wrap. Yeah, he if he would have had Peak Ben Wallace, he would have stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now nah, these are people in uh, the back ends of their careers by the by that time. Yeah. I, I'm going AD. All right, so in our draft, we got Kyrie, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, uh, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Wow. They would run the table. All champions. If, if all of them played in their prime, like, oh. they would run the bro. They would run the NBA. <laughs> Can we put someone in LeBron's space? Because like Kobe did, he didn't pick himself for his top fives. Who would you have at the three then? We had Shane Battier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who else he played with? Mike Miller. Was he was he shooting him? Was he was he oh. Mike Mike Miller was a three. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, and I put Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not putting Kyle in there. I'm not not before JR no. Smith. Was he a three? Two. He was a shooter. Yeah, was a two. It, it's Shane Battier, though. We trolling him, not gonna lie. It's Shane. What about Shump? Did Shump play the small four when he was in with uh JR? Yeah, he played, he played, he played a he lot played of three. Small. He played a lot of three and a lot of two, but he played way more three than he did uh than he did two. But he's not better than Shane small. when they went small. What did Larry Hughes play? Uh the two. The two. Yeah, him, it, it's hard. It's hard to say the two or three because him and LeBron, because LeBron came in as a two guard. He didn't come mm-hmm. out as a small four. So and Larry Hughes is playing the three, and then they interchange. I don't know how they did it. That's the. I'm, going, that's with, the, I'm going with Shane Battier because he can score and speak peaks, but his defense would be. Yes. I'm trying to figure All right, boys and girls, y'all let us know. In the comments section, what do y'all think about our draft of LeBron James' best teammates? Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Where did we go wrong? Y'all let us know in the comments section. Another question I want to throw at you guys real quick, because it seems like, you know, the game is changing even down to the fans and, and how we look at star players, things of that nature. Is a lot of guys coming up in the future that, that um potentially could be the face of the league or just stars. When it comes to Carmelo Anthony, and I'm being real because I saw this question being asked, will, will Carmelo Anthony be forgotten in 20 years? Yes. Why? <laughs> that was yes. decisive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What did he do? His whole career is bad talk. Like, oh, bro, I ain't gonna let you do that. You know, I'm not gonna let you. His whole career was bad talk. They was going <laughs> He's only gonna be remembered by Knicks fans. They're gonna remember him just like they remember Dominique Wilkins. They do remember Literally. Dominique. Literally, I mean, they they nobody do. nobody remembers that was a player like for dunking for dunking. That's what I'm saying. For dunking, they remember him, but they don't Maybe remember I, him as a. I know he was a good player. Of I course, the we, yeah, we seen him, but I, it's it's kind of crazy because we seen. I can't speak for Cole. I can't speak for Cole. Cole, Cole Youngin. But as far as that's what we've seen, like, no, I'm just saying we actually seen Dominique play. So we know how great he is. But if in your generation, Cole, a lot of people not going, they're not going, they they're going. Not going well, they're not going to announce him. I, I'm the worst guy to ask considering where I'm from. But, <laughs> yeah, of course. You know. <laughs> I'm the worst guy to ask, but you know. Of course. They don't know Dominique. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they, don't, they don't know Dominique. It's gonna be Carmelo. It's gonna be Carmelo. I'll go so far to say in 10 years, like when they you know how now, not even now, like five years ago, it's like, oh my god, AI had the craziest handle. Now it's Kyrie. So yeah. it's like and not only that, but see the thing about it is this a lot of the stars that we are say, seeing coming into the league, carrying the league, plays a similar position or has similar size from Luca to Giannis, like all these guys, like they don't play the same position as Melo, but they, they have that presence. So, and it's so many of them coming back to back, but Carmelo Anthony, I think you guys are, are forgetting that this guy is a, a winner. Am I, am I okay with saying that when we talk about Olympic play, when we talk about Syracuse, he has hardware. Seven. You just said the key word forgetting. It's the reason why we're forgetting. No championship, because, multiple different teams that he set on the bench. Oh, I don't want to set on the bench. I'm that guy. Oh, I have a perfect team that could possibly, if I stay here in Denver and stay uh, one or two years, we might be even better and we might make it to the championship one day. But no, I need to go get this 200 million from, from New York. Kyrie won. Got down to BA. They, they broke the team down that year. They made the conference. They they didn't bring back Chauncey. They let go of, uh, what's his name, Kenyon Martin. Uh, so they was. But that's because he didn't speak up. What's his name talked about this? My guy, um, on on um, what's my big guy name? See, I'll be forgetting players because they were good, but they weren't. Oh, great. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he'd be on Gilbert Show. King. Uh, King Martin, King, King, King Martin. King, yeah. He spoke about yeah, yeah. this. Like he wasn't vocal. He was all about I got to get. But Chauncey even said that. But if he was a, a memorable player. You feel me? A great, memorable player. He would have probably spoke up and been like, we need to keep him. We need to keep him. I'm going to resign. But no. Damn. That's why he's forgettable. And didn't we already say he wanted to leave before they broke that team down? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I know. You know, yeah. you hear from George Carl. You don't know what to believe with George Carl. He said he wanted yep. the money. He got, he got in his feelings when he had to cut his hair because I forgot whatever he did when he got suspended. I don't know if y'all remember when he got suspended with Denver. He had to cut his hair and everything. He got he was tight. He was tight at the organization and the, at the NBA. And he was like, "Man, I'm about to just get my money from here on out." So I just want to get this straight for myself, for the American public. Mm-hmm. Y'all are saying in two decades, Carmelo Anthony will be an afterthought. Yes. Sad. <laughs> He's done. Yes, like what? Like, bring it home, bro. Bring it home, bro. You no, know, I believe he's a great player, but what they're saying might be true because if you think about it, I was watching the, the beef documentary about um Iverson and um Tim Hardaway Sr. Think about it, Iverson stole the cross, whether well, he stole his spotlight for the crossover, it was Tim Hardaway's. Now, like, like Scott Cold is saying, nobody thinks about Iverson, they think about Kyrie when you think about the crossover. So it's like, but what about forget. Do kids know about Adrian Dantley? No. But let's hey, see. Go they know about Elgin Baylor? George Gervin? Elgin Baylor. Mr. I, Mr. I, I averaged for my career damn near 30 points a game my whole career. And it depends nothing. on who you're asking. It depends on who you're asking. People Don't remember winners. And if he's we not talk a about winner. historians, we're going to recognize and realize this. But what I'm saying is this. Carmelo Anthony was a part of one of the most unique NBA drafts in history. Yeah. He is aligned with someone who's being argued as one of as as the GOAT. I don't see how in the world Carmelo Anthony is going to be for, LeBron himself, even if 
is just not going to allow him to be forgotten. Like he's yeah, that he's in the mix with D Wade and LeBron, bro. He got as many rings as I do. Seven. He got as many NBA final rings as I do. We not doing appearances as you do. Hey, I do, I do believe that's true. The draft class is gonna keep him in some conversations, like the '84. It has to, bro. Keeps you know in the 2096 draft class, keeps people in conversations. Um, Not Barry in there, so I I, I don't know. I got a hot take. I ain't gonna lie. Like, what is people? Okay, so, so the rookie race between him and LeBron, and the one and two that him and KD had for like five years. Like LeBron is carrying these people' careers, like for real. KD would not be this high up on small forward list if he wasn't known as, oh, this was the second best guy to LeBron, yeah. and he wouldn't be that high up on all time list if if it was, oh, yeah, Golden State and Carmelo wouldn't be that high up if it wasn't, oh yeah, him and LeBron traded barbs in the first year of their career, and then he just didn't grow as a player. If it wasn't for that banana boat, nope. I'm gonna tell you what messed it up for Melo. Joe Dumars didn't draft him. <laughs> Detroit dummy, that was so stupid. He would have been a winner, no cap. Yeah. You think so? They were. Yeah. yeah, I was. They I needed was, offense. I was, After they that, him shooting. But the way y'all like, talk about Carmelo, he would ruin something like the, the lack of respect y'all showing him. He, he was. He's always gonna forever be known as a selfish player. And selfish players, through time, through historic times, people forget about them. They're gonna be like, oh. The only way you're going to think about Carmelo is when you go to that NBA list 20, 30 years from now, somebody will go to the NBA list and be like, who is these players? And then they're going to be like, oh, who is this guy that had 28,000 points? That's a lot of points, man. He was scoring. He was scoring. That's it. You you don't give me an opportunity to forget about Kobe. And he's the most I'm, selfish basketball player I've seen. I was about to say, wait, B.A. Selfish, <laughs> winner, selfish, no. selfish losers are forgotten. Selfish losers no. are forgotten. Not exactly. selfish Okay, we'll, we'll okay. add the we'll add Selfish the, losers. We'll, we'll add the loser. Nice caveat. Thank you for the caveat. <laughs> he was a winner. Because Kobe was a winner. Kobe was a winner. Yes, he was. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the main topic here. Episode one. What is this? 85? I think. That's the seven sports talk, man. Let's talk about it. I'm going to switch this one up a little bit. I wanted us to give one question to each team in the Eastern Conference. I wanted to run it down, but I think I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I I want us to have a question, or, or I want to know what our question would be for all the teams in the Eastern Conference that is not in play-in contention right now. So that would be the Brooklyn Nets, the Toronto Raptors, the Charlotte Hornets, the Washington Wizards, and Hank's Detroit Pistons. If we have one question for these organizations, what would it be? Hank, let me start with you and your hometown team, the Detroit Pistons. Give me one question that your Detroit Pistons have to answer this season. Are y'all going to be the all-time losing this team? Mm. It's close. It's really close. Man. How you think got, it's going to play out, though? I got a question for the Pistons, too. We got four. Um, we got, we, again, we, Kate is out right now, and they made a small trade to get, what's his name from, uh, was it Washington? Gallinari? Um, yeah. Yep. Maybe, maybe they get a couple of vets and try. I think the best thing for them this season is try to avoid being the worst team ever. That's a little morale point. What's your question for the for the Pistons, um, BA? 
are you willing to remain patient through this growing pain type year? This is experience. They're the second youngest team in the NBA, bro. Like, it's like this with Monty Williams as the coach and all of that. Will they will they remain patient or are they going to blow this thing up and all those pieces that, that that are starting to actually come together because these games are close? They, they acting like they're getting blown out by 20, 30 every game. That's, that, that's not even the case. Will they remain patient? Because they, mark my words, they're going to be good next year. Watch. They're going to be amazing if they keep it together. That's an interesting question that B.A. has because I was listening to a previous show on Hank's Sports Games Vision, and he was trying to break down how the the relationship of Dwayne Casey and Monty Williams, because my question for the Detroit Pistons is why the hell does Monty Williams still have a job? And I know Hank had kind of broke down the connection and, you know, how he had got paid and they were allowing him to build. But I just don't think that this thing is going to work. So my question for the Pistons would clearly be, why does Monty Williams still have a damn job? I don't care about the relationship. Dwayne Casey could be gone as well because this is just a bad look. Cole, you got any uh, – What's your? you have a question for the Detroit Pistons that they must answer this season? Um, Are you going to be willing to make the sacrifices to optimize the play styles of Cade, Ivy, and Durant? Mm, mm. Yeah, yes. Monty Williams' question. I don't know why you put Ivy in there, though. I don't know why you put his – You don't like Ivy? I- Ivy's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. Ivy's gonna be a good six man. It's gonna be a good six man. Yeah. But all those guys are pieces to keep, though, right? Yeah. 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 I think Steven Silas shouldn't be on the coaching staff, but you know. Y'all brought up y'all brought up Devin Booker last week when we had a conversation about him going back home. BA uh Hank was saying he would like to have that happen. Who would be the untouchable then? Who, who who can y'all not afford to give up then as far as these young guys that y'all naming right now for a blockbuster deal? Who y'all need to keep? I'm assuming Cade, but who else? Cade and Durant. Cade and, Cade and Durant. Everybody else can go. Table. Yeah, everybody yeah. else is up. Durant has crazy potential, like for real. Bro, I, I've been telling people since he was at Memphis, I was looking at him and I was like, bro, if this dude can remain healthy, this this is gonna be a, a perennial all star because he's gonna he's he's one of the last he's one of the very few like amazing rebounders that we have mm-hmm. like gotcha. he like he's a baller. Like yeah, twenty twenty game I believe a few few games ago. And he don't even know how to play yet. She don't even know how to play yet. He doing this. If he was in L.A. with like Phil Handy, <laughs> oh, we Phil Handy working him out. He get you better. He do. Come he, on, come on. Yep. What about the second worst team in the Eastern Conference? The Washington Wizards currently right now seven and thirty-two on the season. Uh BA, do you have a question for the Wizards that they must answer to you this season? What are you gonna do with <laughs> what are you gonna do with Jordan Jordan Poole? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Be on, they, they, they don't work. It's not going to work. What are you going to no do with dynamic duo over there? They're, waste, they're wasting away. That's what they, they're they in purgatory. Basketball purgatory right now. Um, my question for the Wizards, why are you moving to Virginia? That's my question. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm blown away on them opting to take the team to, to the state of VA. Uh, I don't have a problem with Virginia having the team, but it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's weird to me. So that's really my question Texas. because I what, – what is it? 
taxes. Mm, okay. That's I got you. Made. That makes true. Any questions for the Wizards, Hank, that they must answer in your opinion? Are they are they willing to to do what it takes to be a winner? They've never really won since. I mean, we around the same age. They never right. really won like that. I mean, they had, showed any. They they had a small moment of seeming like they wanted to be a threat, but they couldn't get past LeBron. Yeah, that little that little spike there. They they got to try to build a winner for it. They haven't had one since West Unsell. That's a long time ago. And the son is the coach, right? Uh, Unsell mm-hmm. son. Uh huh. So how do you how Cole how how the hell do you start to re like okay. How do you even start to rebuild this damn Wizards team? Um, you trade Jordan Poole away for well, he has a hundred and four million dollar contract. Uh, you trade him away for players that are serious about basketball. You keep PBJ. You keep uh, Kyle because he knows how to win. But really, yeah, you keep you keep Kyle and PBJ. PBJ is going to be a really good like stretch four. And then you can find like a, a solidified center and you let Tyus do whatever, <laughs> pretty much. That's like the best start you can have. The Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to go back to you, Cole. What question does the Charlotte Hornets have to answer, in your opinion, for 2024? Uh, are you going to be serious with LaMelo or are you going to let him walk to a contender? Like mm. They have yet to make a serious move since I've been alive, pretty much. Like this, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut you. I, I was just going to ask you a follow up. If you're the GM Cole of the Hornets, how are you going to handle that? Are you all in on Lamelo, or do you feel like this experiment is a done deal and you need to move on? Um, you go all in on Lamelo by giving him like better defenders. I don't think he's he has moments where he could like sit down and uh and be okay on defense, but he needs more three and D players. You can keep Terry Rozier too because you need a microwave score like off the bench. But outside of that, everybody can go except for Brandon Miller because he has promise. What about you, BA? Questions for the Charlotte Hornets that you feel like they must answer in 2024. When are you going to get rid of Scary Terry? Rozier? Yeah. I, I, I thought he was that guy. Why? Why? What's up with this? He is a, I, he, he is that guy. He is that guy. He's actually playing very well this year, but it, it sucks. He's wait. It's like he's wasting his he's wasting his career away with them, and he has to. He's sitting there splitting time with Lamelo, even though Lamelo, you know, he was hurting everything, but he's splitting time where he shouldn't be splitting time. He should be somewhere starting, or he should be on a. a he can help a team in the playoffs, man. Any he should be on a, play a, a, a contender. He yeah. should definitely be on a contender, bro. Is this a situation, B.A., that politics will prevent? Like, is he better than 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 LaMelo? Or because I don't think – I think because of the politics, he would never be able to get a position over LaMelo. Like, LaMelo, to me, is just the face of that team. But I'm wondering, is he a better skill player right now um, than LaMelo? It wouldn't be. I just feel like he was way more experienced, and when you're experienced, you have to let your experience play players like show the youngins how and what to do. Show them and the how road. it goes. 
Right. He's been to multiple, he was in multiple Eastern Conference championships when he was with Boston. And it's like you go to a team and then they draft LaMelo. And when they draft LaMelo, they just they 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 just disregard you and they just push you to the side. And that's exactly what they did to him. And and has him now being identified as basically a cleanup for LaMelo. That's that's pretty much what he is. And he's way better than that. No, he's not better than LaMelo. LaMelo ceiling is. But LaMelo is all over the place. He's sporadic. Why? Because yeah. he has a vet to talk to him. Gotcha. He didn't even listen to no vet, which would be Scary Terry. Well, wouldn't that be Terry's responsibility too, though, to take the initiative of being that 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 guy? Or, I mean, I guess when you're fighting for your own job, you might not have time for that. So, Bro, we talking about – we talk, he, that is a, that's a caveat, but we talking about LaMelo. LaMelo been rich his whole life. He – just ran into a big bag. He ain't trying to listen to nobody. Listen to right? nobody. He looking at he looking at he looking at scary Terry like you good, but I'm better than you. My ceiling is way higher than you, but yes. you gonna keep losing though. Nobody on that team is serious. Exactly. The Toronto Raptors, uh, Hank. They just lost Siakam. That that whole era. Of the Raptors when they won the championship, mm-hmm. all those guys are pretty much gone. I think from Kawhi to Siakam, which is who I forgot his name was. One player left, but it's just one left. Uh, what question do you have for the Toronto Raptors that they need to answer this season? I don't know if there's a question or not. I think um, mainly for the future. What are you doing for the future? Are you trying to How win do you the rebuild? Game? How do you rebuild? I don't know if they'll ever like that season. That was one of the weirdest seasons, bro. I think we witnessed as fans. Was that 2019? One of the greatest. That's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my NBA. It it was it was definitely action packed. I can't I can't disagree with you on that. But it's just like I I can't take Toronto as a culture to be able to rebuild and do that again. Like it'll even get to that point. I just don't see it. It's gonna be draft, draft, and player development. Um, happy, and then when they finally get there, they're gonna to have to trade just like they did to get Kawhi. And how you gonna get a generational talent like Kawhi Leonard to fall under your lap like that? See how that happened? Like they wouldn't have went that far if that didn't happen. Got a draft. I don't see history repeating itself like that for they Toronto. Got, they got a draft, man. They they got to go to that draft, and they got it. And it, it sucks, but. They're rebuilding. They're gonna have to go from that pick from that draft and develop players for the next couple of seasons. They have some good players though, and quickly. They yeah. have some good players. I, I like Barrett too. Barrett Barrett actually stepped up his play uh slightly with them as well. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. Now, Scotty, I, I hope they don't waste his career. That's a generational player. That's, that's how you get one. That's definitely a generational that's player. a generational player. And people don't even know who he is. <laughs> I don't like his attitude. Y'all, like y'all, attitude? Buy, y'all good with him? Scott, yeah. Scotty Bars? What? Mr. Do-It-All? He's intense. He, the, the, like re- the reason he, he why they said, y'all can we can trade you? Yeah. But he seems to be, like, potentially uncontrollable. Like, he give me Draymond vibes. Mm. I, it, I Nobody to Draymond. That's that's uh, yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. High level. He might last be a last but not least in this topic. Um, and this team right here, they are currently one game out of 10th place, um, but they are eight games under 500. 
What's the one question that the Brooklyn Nets have to answer in this 2024 season, according to you guys? Um, I'm going to start off with my question would just be, who is the real leader of the Brooklyn Nets? Because I know it ain't Bill Sim- Ben Simmons. And I saw rumors earlier today that, you know, bridges could be shopped across the street to the Knicks. So I don't know where the real leadership is is coming from with the Brooklyn Nets. That's my question. Hank, what would be yours for Brooklyn? When are you going to get rid of Ben Simmons? When are you going to get rid of him? Really? You took my question. You took my question. <laughs> it's time. So, B.A., give me an answer, though. He took the question. What would be the more realistic answer? There's uh, it's, there is really no answer except he's going to stay. And they're going to eat that contract. That's it. Nobody wants Ben Simmons. Nobody. This is his – he's been trying to prove himself as a net for almost three years now. And he's only has – he has, I think, what, 25 games in three years, something like that. That's not good. That's not good. Can anybody explain to me why he gets such a pass from not shooting three-pointers? I'm so lost and confused year by year on how this one player gets a green light to not shoot. No bad. I don't care how good or bad he is. He don't have to attempt them. Why? He was great. He was He's great good at everything, everything else. <laughs> great at everything. Man. He was locking the boys up, 6'10", guarding point guards, and then – him, he he was he was still averaging damn near twenty points a game in his in his heyday. He was a all a multiple time all star. Like he was really good, six uh, eight feet in, and he's a great passer. Let me stop pumping him up of what he used to be. I don't right. know what he used to be. Yeah. If he could be that again, just off his athleticism and all that stuff, any team would want him. But yeah, you can't even get back to that point. KD, KD would still be uh it would still be a net. Kyrie would still be a net. And they might have got them, they might have slipped up and probably got the one ring if he was that player. Was Harden with them? Or Harden, 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 Harden got, left. Harden, Harden left. Harden, Harden yeah. left. Okay. Yeah, they traded uh trade traded him for Harden. Uh, what about you, Cole? What question does the Brooklyn Nets have to answer in your eyes? When are you gonna fire Jock Vaughn? Hmm. I saw I saw a game the other night where it's like it comes down to one shot and they give the ball like they drop a play from Mikael Bridges and Cam Thompson Cam Thomas is on the floor. Who's the best player for the Brooklyn Nets? Cam Thomas. Oh no 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 no! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> but I the think the best player is Mikael Bridges. Yeah. But the best the who has the high highest ceiling, I believe. He started off as the best player on the team, Cam Thomas, before he hurt his ankle. He uh, he messed up his ankle really bad, and they threw him back. And now I don't know if y'all been watching because that's my favorite team. Brooklyn is my favorite team to watch in all of the NBA. I watch Brooklyn. Wow. Because, I, bro, I like I like all of them wing players, bro. They have, like, to me, they have a really, really good team. But they're led by Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> Right. That's the issue. He don't know what to do. Dinwiddie. I like the way he's transitioning to a point guard. Mm-hmm. Stop he shooting the ball. He shoots a little. Yeah, he shoots a little. Thirty percent or something like that. Thirty nine percent from the, the field. Season. From the field. The field. Yeah. Field percentage. But lowest score. 
but he's I love I like the way he's been running point this year. But they don't. Jacques Vaughn is like my guy. Uh, what's my guy in L.A.? Darvin. He's just like Darvin Ham. Exactly. Horrible with situational basketball. Horrible. Nets lost a lot of close games this year. It started out pretty good too. We need Speaking to do it. Darvin Ham. Because oh, I got him on a menu. Um, <laughs> oh God. My God. Yo, Hank, we watched the Lakers get busy last night versus Dallas. We saw D Lo do his thing. You know, like all I the guys that. did their thing. I watched Austin Reeves just totally ignore Darvin Ham a couple times. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. saw that clip. <laughs> yes. You know? Is, is Darvin Ham safe, fellas, in Los Angeles right now? After what we witnessed, is he safe for this season? I'm just this season, BA. Is Darvin Ham at this point, is his job completely safe? No one is safe in LA. No one. No one. Not even the players. The only person is LeBron. LeBron, (laughs) LeBron's the only safe person in the whole organization. AD talk about Darvin Ham. All Darvin, bro, they got they got rid of Pat Riley. They ran Pat Riley out that organization, bro. And Jerry West. Mid-season, though. And Jerry, bro. <laughs> Legendary bus find a coach that's cute, and he's cooked, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Cole. I said bring back Phil Jackson, bro. I keep telling you. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> bring back Phil. You want to win? Bro, you don't think Phil can you get want- this together? You know what No, LeBron he's even do? worse in situational basketball. You know what LeBron going to do? Get a ball to Jordan. <laughs> Put a fifth ring on his finger. No, that's what LeBron no, no. gonna do. No, because Phil Jackson is he's he's, he's he, we know how he is. He petty. Phil Jackson is petty. He gonna be like LeBron. We can't run the offense through you. And then LeBron gonna throw a temper tantrum. And next thing you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty work. But mm-hmm. honestly, though, I I said it. I said it like two weeks ago. When we run the offense through D'Lo, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We've seen it. We've got, seen it. I got to give D'Lo his props real quick. D'Lo, I still think that you are a glorified six man, but you're <laughs> really? doing your thing right now. You've been, he, he, he's woke up, but they've been running the offense a lot differently through him opposed to through LeBron. And that's exactly what Cole was talking about. And I'm seeing a difference in that, a difference, but um ar is struggling with that though ar is kind of struggling he has to catch up to that but my thing about that is i don't want to act like that wound wasn't partially self-inflicted with d'angelo russell i don't want to put all the blame on him being benched by darvin ham because offensively d has been inconsistent i don't feel like he identity we talked about this before I don't feel like he needs to be identified as the third best player on the team when we talk about offensive impact as far as carrying the load. But I feel like he played he played bad enough to get benched. And he's playing better now, but he has to run I don't know. He he is a player that has to run the show. That's how he produces well because that's how he stays engaged. When he has to be that person that has to spot up and do all of that, play on the side, get the ball, then swing it. Like, that's not him. He doesn't get it. There's juices and everything. They, they don't flow. They don't it's flow. Like, and I've noticed that he's an amazing passer. That's and what I tried to say. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks that we can, we only look at him, looking at him as a center and a volume shooter. But 
but this is what I was saying though. Like with the with the point of him getting benched, how bad does TP and Cam Reddish have to play consistently for them to get benched? <laughs> that boy is not even seeing that. that I, they start they start for two weeks and then I don't see it for another. Two yeah, then they come and mm-hmm. see that's another thing. Like yo, there's Ham. nothing solid. Darvin Ham, thank you. The, the only person that has stayed with like every starting lineup is Torian Prince. Bro, they did. And that. he he don't had an impact to be staying on the, like he's on a vet minimum for a minute for a reason. Like, bro, all of them the same thing. I said the same thing last year. Granted, the Lakers did make it to the uh, to to the Western the, the WCF. They mm-hmm. made it to the WCF. Salute to them. But it was a lot of times last year where Darvin Ham did a, a did some things where I'm like, why is no boy ain't playing? Why is this person ain't playing? Yeah, oh, now you yeah. want to put him in the game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see the same it? thing right now. History is repeating himself with that. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, LeBron has definitely been known to make adjustments um, when we talk about player personnel. Uh, look look what he did with David Black in, in, in Cleveland uh, when you talk about coaching. But I just don't see L.A. getting rid of Darvin Ham at this point mm-hmm. midseason. I think they're going to ride the ship with him, win or lose, at least this year. What about you, though, Hank? Is he safe right now? Is he safe now? We've been talking about hot seats since the offseason, but do you think he's safe because the trigger hasn't been pulled? If he goes on a big losing streak, a bigger losing streak, I think so. But who going to replace him? Two-game, losing, two-game winning streak, rather. Um, they need to make that longer. But um, I think one more big losing streak, they probably talk about getting rid of him. Damn. I don't know who's going to replace him. And they're they they not going to bring it. Mike D'Antoni. They already said, what's his name, Handy? Phil Handy. Yeah, Phil Handy got the Vegas odds to replace him. Oh, my God. You sold on that move? Just no, actually not. That's I have, that's like lateral movement. <laughs> Respectfully, like, I don't see no difference with him and Darvin Ham. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Darvin is a little bit more accurate because he won the chip with, with Milwaukee. Yeah. That's but this is the issue though with coaches like that. I don't want no coaches like I don't want a coach that's super cool with the players like that. Don't be cool with the players like that, man. Get on them, talk crazy to them, let them know, like bro, LeBron included. Exactly, no. LeBron included. Darvin Ham, all of them, and even hey, shout out to Vogel, but Vogel was the same way. He was like, Oh, you're the boss, you're the boss. I'm a coach. What no. Is that why things is not working in Phoenix? No. That's literally, no. They literally got rid of Vogel because uh, Russell didn't like the way he talked to him. They got they got rid of Blatt in Cleveland because Blatt was like, no, LeBron. Yeah, and they got rid of Vogel for the same reason. I don't know about that. I got to look Yeah, they, they literally, like, it's, it's literally been the thing, like, oh, yeah, Darvin's like, he's like the uh, player's coach. You feel what I'm saying? But Russell and Vogel never had like that relationship. Like, yeah. like Vogel told him go to the bench, and he was like, No. They got and then of, when Darvin did it, he went to the bench. They got rid but of didn't both LeBron. Then LeBron wasn't it a story, Hank, about uh Eric Spolster? Like oh LeBron what had wasn't bought oh. with him? Like, didn't they they were trying to get Pat? Well, yeah, um all the, the big three were trying to get rid of him. Yeah. And Pat stood but by it didn't and said, no. it, it didn't happen. Pass no. he's staying. Yeah. When Cleveland picked up Ty Lue, that was 
that wasn't in the midseason, right? That's that season was over when they got rid of David Black, right? No, it was in the season. Uh, midseason. That was midseason. Midseason. Yeah. He was the assistant coach, I believe. Yeah, they were disrespect like they was disrespecting David Black. They was disrespecting him like, yo, he writing up plays and LeBron is up there like like looking at him, pointing in his face, like, what are you doing? They he embarrassed him, but they end up winning the chip though when he left. <laughs> and they made it to the chip. They made it to the chip with him though the year before. I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess I just don't see. the Lakers better do something, bro. I, I have no answers. I really have no answers. I, I feel like Darvin Ham is not the right fit, but I, I can't really think of a replacement right now that makes sense. Outside of who I've been saying that y'all keep saying I'm tripping off of, like it's, to me, it's Phil Jackson. I think Phil Jackson is the definite no. fix if he would take the job. Becky, Becky Hammond, seven. He almost eighty years old, bro. Becky Hammond, he's the Zen master. He's not gonna go on. We don't care. We gotta realize when players start winning off of the strength of them being talented and not because the coach was good. <laughs> This is bro. a different type of this is a different type of coach. This is Phil Jackson, bro. Two handful bro. of rings. He don't have bro. X's and O's, bro. so it don't matter. Bro, <laughs> he gonna fly. He he can't even fly in the air. If he if he get on too many flights, his ankles and knees gonna start swelling, bro. The dude, bro, we can he the guy you we see the blue veins in his arms when he walking around and in his hands now, bro. We not but, doing but it. BA. I'm not looking for Phil Jackson to recreate a culture in Los Angeles. I'm looking at the smallest sample size of this year alone because we're even having conversations no. about LeBron not Even playing. LeBron don't get along, Seven. They don't get along. No. And he, he don't got, understand modern offense. And he don't got Kobe and he don't got Michael Jordan either. He got LeBron. He got a 40-year-old LeBron, though. That's, that's my like, point. Like, he don't got no... That's what I'm saying. Like, when they had to break out of the triangle in 9 against Orlando, that's because Kobe did it. That's not because Phil, uh, Phil, Phil did okay. it. He don't understand modern offense or defense, like especially with the three-point shooting now. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you know how he going to be. Remember, Jeannie just got married. So you know how he gonna really be. He gonna be in his feelings for real, for real. He go over there and he's sitting there watching this old girl. B.A. B.A. I got one more question for you fellas and then we are out of here, man. Episode 185 is almost in the books. Let's get down to our last question. This is a kind of this is a head scratcher though, but I do want to get your guys' opinion on this. Does where you play matter when we're talking about expectations, like when you have expectations to be a champion or being the best at a position or the best at the, in the league, should you get a pass depending on the destination that you are actually playing or should it not matter at all? If you have an expectation by the fan base or by your support system, no matter where you play, you need to meet expectations. What do y'all think about that, Hank? Does where you play matter when it comes to expectations? I'm gonna say that that it does. Um, if you're put into a, one of the bigger markets like uh, New York or Los Angeles, you're gonna get a lot of pressure. Or just or you like a Chicago, San Antonio, they got championship or Golden State. People are gonna expect championships, but like we got what is it? Um, Ja and and Zion, they're in Zion, markets yeah. where, yep. They're they're trying to win, so the pressure is not going to all the way be on them like a um, 
place like Los Angeles or New York or something like that. So we'll never put expectations on those guys to be the faces of the league because of where we know they play at. They'll never get over the hump. Destination is everything, bro. Yeah, mm. destination. Because some cities, some cities you want, some cities, like you got cities like Boston and no disrespect to Detroit. You got Boston and you got Detroit. If you go, if you go to Detroit, they're going to be like, we're going to give them a couple years. You go to Boston, we need to win tomorrow. The day after you get there, we need to start winning. Similar to LA. You go to LA, the day after you get there, off that, as soon as you get off that plane, we need you to go straight to that gym and put some shots up. Mm-hmm. But if you go to, I hate to say, you go to San Antonio Spurs, the way that they constructed now, mm-hmm. we're not expecting you to win. So Wimby can lose the next two years. He can have a little – after that, it's going to be a little different. But we're going to give him a pass. They got Man, the culture. Hold up, B.A. B. Wait a minute, B.A., because I just saw a report, and it was another play, I believe. I wish I could pull it up. Someone was saying that – and we had this conversation in the last episode, but they were saying that uh, Victor needs to win more games in order to get the rookie of the year over um, Chet Holgerman and I, and we had this conversation about when we come to rookie of the year, what does the expectation have to be when we talk about wins and losses? So people are feeling like it's gas. It's gas. It's gas, bro. I don't know, um, who was it? Uh, it's been it's been a whole bunch of it's been a whole bunch of times throughout the the last twenty years of basketball that has been players who win more. They can be on losing teams and they can still win rookie of the year. And I can go to I can start back with twenty years ago with we know LeBron James wasn't supposed to be rookie of the year. Carmelo was. We know this. Led his team to the playoffs as as a rookie, and he won mad games and had and had he was averaging almost twenty points a game, etc. And coming yeah. off of a national championship in college, yeah, something that LeBron didn't play. Yep, started. But mm-hmm. what about I'll you, call- Cole? Like. What about you, Cole? Does it does it does it matter? Does does where you play matter when we when it comes to expectations? When when we talk about like where players play, I think of more of the construction of the team than the actual destination, like like market. Um, like he brought up a good example with like Carmelo and LeBron. Like, okay, one went to the playoffs, one didn't, but that could very well have something to do with the makeup of the team. Like Chet is on a better team than Wimby, so mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna expect him to to be in the playoffs. We're not gonna expect Wimby to be in the playoffs with Jeremy Sohan running point guard. You feel what I'm saying? So I I think it's always good to apply context. Always apply as much context as possible. But what about guys, real quick, like Kevin Durant, for example? Like when you have guys who seem, even though it's a lot of basketball to be played, that seems to be solidified in a certain spot. Does it like depending on where KD was to play? Do we look at him different? Do we change expectations, or do we feel like KD still should be the the, the assassin, the sniper? Like when it comes to him or Kawhi, I, I don't know if location should change the expectations for certain guys like that. I stay solidified. Mm. I think players like that are solidified already. They 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 already have did majority of what they're going to do in the NBA. Anything else would be a bonus. Similar to LeBron. 
it, it can help your legacy, but it's just this is bonus. You've already proved that you are one of the greatest players we've ever seen. Okay. I'm sorry. So so to stick with that, B.A., what about the guys like Joel, M.B., Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo? I'll throw those four names out there. Do we have – should we have the same expectations of them if they were on completely different teams? Because they had – they not solidified yet like the LeBrons yeah. and the Kobe's. Um, I feel like – I feel like Joker and Giannis, I feel mm-hmm. like them two out of the three that you just said, it don't matter for them. But Joel, he still got a lot. He still got to do a lot. Yeah. And you said – you said Doncic too, right? Yeah, Luca still got a lot too. He still got yeah. a lot to do too. Wow, it's that. It's that. It, as much as we don't like to say, a lot not we, but just people in general don't like to be like, yeah, championships don't matter and all of that, you know, or they do matter. Like they do matter to an extent, especially mm-hmm. when you see your peers that they're comparing you to winning championships. Winning them. Yep. yep. That's what. That's why I feel like even like with KD, like we know he's going to be uh, well, we expect him to be a great scorer like every year. But the only thing we can say is like, can you win a championship as the clear number one? Yeah. Mm, okay. Giannis, though, Giannis and Jokic already did it. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> like, but we don't penalize Steph for that, right? Because he won it. He won as a he clear was the number best. one. Yeah. He won as a first, clear number first, one twice. Twenty twenty two was a wash. Like it's really yeah. close. And yeah. we, we know we know Andre Iguodala wasn't supposed to win that was yeah. winning finals MVP. We know this, but he did it. He showed that he was the best in the first championship and on the fourth, and that the fourth was impressive. The he fourth, was the best in what in 2015? He, was he wasn't player. better than LeBron. He wasn't the best player on the court. He was the best player on the team. On the winning team, team where they get they they only give it to the winners unless your name is Jerry West. But outside yeah. of that, he was the so best player on. on the Warriors. Yeah. So in 2022, I was from the mindset that it was more about what Boston, Jason Tatum, and them didn't do in the final round more than I know Steph got his first set finals MVP, but I'm from the standpoint that it was more about what Boston didn't do than more than what Steph nah, did. Steph took Steph took their heart out. Steph took their heart out. I was gonna say Steph was probably, probably the only player that could have won the ring right there, even with. Yeah. Uh, Tatum underperforming, bro. That, that was his best. That was his best, yeah. not just finals. That was his best playoff run. He Remember, he put in the bed in the third quarter, wasn't it? Yeah, like he the only person Every round. that exploit them pockets that drop. Yeah, that's right. That was like, that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hey, yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, guess, and guess, and we couldn't find Clay Thompson nowhere at all. It was him and Wiggs, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> I guess I was just so shell shocked at, at the demise and the fall of Jason Tatum in that final round in comparison to what he was doing and, and, and just trying to figure out, you know, who at that point, even though I felt like he was the best skill player on Boston, I was wondering, is Jalen now the real leader of the Celtics and, and how was that even going to work? I thought they was going to split that. Um, great show, fellas. I appreciate this insight. This was really a, a thought type of show. So you guys definitely let the people know that y'all know y'all basketball. So I definitely appreciate this one. Episode 185, Boys and Girls, is officially in the damn books. I appreciate you guys. What do we have here? Um, this might be a little bit of a troll. So yeah, we're yeah, going to keep that one going. Twitch, man. I already know, man. Make sure you guys follow my brother's 
everywhere on social media. My boy BA would get your balls at media dropped another story time today. <laughs> the Casey Anthony joint was so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cole. I don't know if you know. You probably don't know who Casey Anthony is, Cole. But back in the day, she was one of the ones that was on Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. No, she's she's a uh, Casey Anthony. Was she killed a baby? Or, or oh, 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 girl. Yeah, I, he, I think he met you. Met her or something? Met, or something. Yeah, yeah. I met her, bro. I met her. <laughs> I party. I party with her. Everything. A month goes by, and then I see her on TV, and I'm like. That's old girl from the party and everything and all this. And then I'm like, when we was partying, wow, why she was up in Jacksonville and Duval County partying with uh, me and my peoples, my (laughs) daughter was missing the whole time. It's crazy. Shit is so crazy. Keep that I took. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. No doubt, man. Salute to my guys. Hank, Sports Game Vision. Are we locked in tomorrow? Let the people know what we got going on tomorrow evening, bro. Yes, uh, every Friday we come at you with the um, Sports Game Vision Live, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Have my brothers here, hopefully, be locked in with us, but we'll no be uh, tuning in anyway to broadcasting live and direct. For sure, man. And my brother, too, Cold Cold, let the people know where they can follow you at, gang, and what you got going on before we get up out of here. You can follow me on Twitter at 2C6LD. Uh, you can. You can subscribe on YouTube and C6LD. I'm dropping a rant after the Lakers game um, against against the Nets. So check it out. Oh, it's going down. It's going down. So make sure y'all yeah. subscribe to my bro. Yeah, Clippers about to blow him out, too. They're about to blow oh him out. Oh, my God. Here we go. With the disrespect. Anyway, I, I, so. I'm still sick with this whole Clippers talk BA got going on. Who guarding D-Lo? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they still, they who guarding PG? Who guarding PG or Kawhi? Hey, Vando. Yeah. We got Vando. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, yo. When y'all be bringing certain people up on this show, they turn the corner and be like lit. Like Paul George, ever since y'all brought his name up, this boy been going off, yo. Hey, and I guarantee he tuned in. He was on YouTube one day. He was scrolling. He said, "That's what it seemed like." It was like, "Hold up, who did?" Exactly. That's what it seemed like. Salute to my guys, man. It's been a real interesting week for me, but I am glad to be back home in the mix. Uh, Salute to the NBA community. And do us a favor. And again, just show us some support. Follow us everywhere on social media. And we will catch you guys next week here on the best of seven. I'll catch you guys later. Y'all stay safe. And we are out. Much love, fellas. Peace. Peace. This episode of the best of seven sports talk is sponsored by the Reflection Connection. For all your natural health care products, go to the Reflection Connection. That's connection with a K. All right, NBA fans, enjoy the show. All right, man, I want to thank you guys for listening in to another episode of the Best of Seven Sports Talk. I'm Seven Mitchell, man. Make sure you follow the show to be sure to be notified about the next episode. Also, I'll put the link tree link in the description so you can follow us on social media as well as donate and contribute to our platform. See you guys again on the next episode. Peace.